Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Today in Uncover and Elevate, we're going to talk about this idea of knowing where you are and probably even knowing where you want to go, but what you don't know is how to get there, right? How do you do it? How do we get from where we are. Most of us have, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you have an awareness of the limiting beliefs you have or the patterns like people pleasing, over-functioning for others, you know, whatever the quote unquote problem is you're challenged by. Something else you're going through at work again, or the fight that you have round and round with your spouse or lover, whoever it is. There's those things in our lives that we keep repeating. And so when you cultivate enough self-awareness to realize you're repeating those and that they are not serving you anymore, it might even be something that you know used to really serve you, like being a workaholic or something like that, right? It, at one point that was really good for you. Like I'm a very hard worker. I can, I have a big capacity for a lot of work. Well, there was a time in my life where that really served me. You know, when I was a single mom, when even before I was a single mom, just having four kids in seven years, <laughs> thank goodness I was willing to work my ass off, right? Uh, so there are times that things like that service, and then you get to the point where, like when I, by the time I was in my thirties, where I started noticing how exhausted I was, how I was probably doing too much for others and not enough for myself. When I first started my journey, I probably couldn't have even articulated that concept. But what I knew for me, what presented was I was getting depressed and I'm such an optimistic person. I knew something was going on. Otherwise I wouldn't be depressed, right? I might have a bad day or probably not even the whole day, a bad part of the day. And then I could shake myself out of it and get back to my normal, you know, positive, optimistic self. But I had gotten to the point where I couldn't do that. So I knew something was wrong that I needed to change. So the way I word that now is that I was doing something that didn't serve me anymore and I needed to figure out how to do things differently so that I could grow to a point in my life where I was in a better place, taking better care of myself, 
you know, ending some of those limiting patterns so that I could show up in my world professionally and personally in a way that was less stressful for me. So that's what I mean when I say this, you know, where we are and where we want to go. So many people who come to work with me, they know where they are. They know they're repeating a bad habit in a relationship. They know they're repeating a bad habit at work or in their business that, you know, they can see, oh, I always do this. I go this far and then I lose my temper or I stop telling people my truth or I lose my confidence here. I start feeling like an imposter. I start, you know, and they, they know something's happening and they know they don't want it. They know they want to put in for that next promotion and feel confident about it or figure out, do they want to leave their job and start a business? Or they want to figure out how to show up with their spouse or their mother-in-law differently so they don't have the same fight over and over and over. You know, whatever it is, they know that they want to get to a different place on this issue. And so what I do and, and what is very easy to focus on in a one-on-one -on -one coaching relationship, but you even get it some here listening to the podcast is I get to, you know, I want to hear that. I want to hear what's going on, what, what people feel like, you know, their understanding of what got them to where they are, where they're at and where they want to go. Even if the only thing they know about where they want to go is not here, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. That's good enough. I could work with that. And so what we do is we start to look at where these patterns, where this behavior or these ways of thinking, like losing your confidence, where did that start? I was doing this with a client not that long ago, and she was stuck on something happening in her current business that she knew was taking away her confidence. I mean, she was kind of faking it, you know, till she made it kind of a thing. So the people around her didn't really pick up on it. But inside she knew she was totally faking it. And she was totally terrified because she wasn't sure, you know, she was really, you know, doing the right thing, so to speak. And so what she wanted was confidence. So as we kind of dove into that, what we found, she just sort of very instantaneously remembered a time in school when she was in grade school and she got shamed in front of the classroom. Now, many people have had that experience. It's incredibly unfortunate. And there are many kids who can't shake that off. Some kids can, you know, you may have gotten shamed in the classroom and been like, oh, my teacher's, you know, screwed up or whatever. Uh, but many of us take it personally and it can be very impactful. And so we had this little moment of aha, you know, that this incident way back when she was a kid just created this when she starts to get outside of her comfort zone. And let's face it, in our professional lives, if we're growing at all, especially if you own your own business, we're always pushing the boundaries of our comfort zones, right? And when she would get to that edge, it would trigger that same fear of, oh my gosh, 
What if I get this wrong and I'm publicly shamed for it? Now, she's not thinking that in her conscious mind. That's what's going on in her subconscious mind, the part of her that just wants to protect that little girl from being shamed again. And, you know, we'll do whatever it takes to do that. So this is that piece, and we haven't talked about this in a while, I don't think, on the podcast, but you always want to keep in mind where, and this is part of the reason why all this personal growth stuff where it can sound easy, and I often say, you know, it's simple, not easy, uh, because we have that 90%, some say 95, but let's even just go with 90% of everything we're thinking and feeling is subconscious. And when it's subconscious, that means by definition, you are not aware of it. It is only when something becomes conscious that you're aware of it. And then you can start to deal with it, manage it, take it apart, see what needs to be healed, all the things from a conscious perspective. But when it's unconscious, it's running the show. And you don't even realize it's running the show until it's already happened, okay? So if you want to think of it like, a nice metaphor is a horse with a rider on it. The rider is, you know, much smaller than the horse. So the rider is kind of our, our 10%, let's call it, that's conscious. And sometimes that 10% is steering the horse and guiding it to where it needs to go because it's where we want to go. And so we're telling that horse what to do. Other times that horse might just take off and there we go. And there, you know, it's gone, it's off to the races and we can't stop it. Or we didn't make it do that, so to speak. So that's kind of how your subconscious is. Something else will pop up that will trigger it and it will take off. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, whoa, baby, you know, this, this horse has left the barn. So that's the way that the subconscious and the conscious work. And so, so much of coaching and any sort of, you know, inner work is to start to become more aware of what's going on subconsciously so that we can then, you know, start to build a relationship to it, start to make it more conscious, start to notice when we get triggered, start to understand ahead of time the kinds of things that trigger us into that needing to shut down. Because this person also had plenty of ways that they went out of their comfort zone all the time. But those, it was really just more the things in their professional environment that triggered that fear of being shamed. Um, other things personally, I mean, they'd just been through very challenging things personally and did it with a lot of confidence, but so it didn't touch them in that way. And we all have that. We all have things where it's like, oh yeah, over here, I could have the same problem, quote unquote, but I wouldn't see it as that, or it wouldn't overwhelm me, or it wouldn't, I would know exactly what to do and I would just do it and I'm good at it and I can do that. I can show up for that every day. But then over here, you know, get me in a disagreement with my lover, get me in a disagreement with my mother, whatever it is. Then I crumble, I'm silent, I shut down, I can't figure out what to say, I can't find the words, I, you know. So that's what, this is what I live for is to help people get from where they are to where they wanna be and to whatever degree they need help even understanding why they are where they are and then where they might wanna go, right? Like sometimes all we know is we just want it to stop 
once we can work on why it's happening, then that opens the sort of vision or the ability to start to see where I'd want to go. Oh, I, what I'd really like to do is be able to stand up for myself in a situation like that. I'd really like to be able to speak up for myself or speak up for a, the a cause I believe in or a way of doing something, right? Like this happens a lot of times in meetings, you know, where there's a collaborative, like a team meeting or a group of leadership or whatever the group is. And once you can tell everybody starting to go in a certain direction, even if you don't agree with it, you keep your mouth shut because you don't want to be the one person who's rocking the boat or seeing it differently or a contrarian or whatever that feels like to you. And so you just keep your mouth shut. And maybe where you want to go is to be able to speak up anyway so that you can contribute that because maybe there's somebody else who needed to hear that and would say, ooh, yeah, I think she's right. Ooh, yeah, that's a better idea. Or, you know, at least consider it. But whether it's considered or not, you know, we speak up for ourselves and we speak the truth, our own truth, not to create an outcome or a response in somebody, but just because we need to speak our own truth. All of us are that way. And when we don't speak our truth, we inadvertently end up diminishing ourselves. When I start deciding, oh, no, this isn't important enough for other people to hear, whether that's one person or a group of people, I have just diminished myself by saying what I'm thinking or feeling does, isn't important. It's not important enough to be shared. And so when we do that, we diminish ourselves. That's why when we speak up, when we say, hey, I think we should go this way, even if everybody in the room is like, nope, we're still going to go the other way. It feels better because you said it than if you hadn't said it. And in, you know, one-on-one -on -one relationships, even all the more true that being able to say it to someone feels better than not saying it, even if the other person can't really hear us, can't really respond to it you know, they have their own limitations that kind of don't allow them to um, step up with you, it will still feel better that you shared your truth. So even if that's the place you want to be, for instance, in this idea of where I am and where I want to go, maybe where you want to go is simply just to be able to share your truth more freely, to not be so hung up on whether or not other people are going to agree with you or support you, but to be able to stand in your own truth without needing that external validation. That is the most incredibly empowering thing. And I love it when this often comes up in a client's journey with me in one way or another, where they can transfer that need for other people outside of them to validate them and they can do it internally. It's, it's so empowering and it's so freeing. So I'm curious if you can identify, and I'd love to hear whether you, you want to go to Instagram, Brenda Florida coach and DM me, or if you want to email me, the email is in the show notes, Brenda at brendaflorida.com. Uh, I'd love to know, or put it in your comments here on the podcast. I would love to know 
if you this makes sense to you this uh, okay i know i'm here where i am and that i don't really want to stay there and i know where i want to be i want to be here like i'm curious if you can articulate that but i'm not sure how to get there how do i get from where i am to where i want to be or if it's even for a challenge for you to even think about where you would want to be, you just know the part that's hurting you and keeps tripping you up and keeps you feeling disempowered um, because that's a fine place to start. Um, but that's that's what I'm here. And, and I tell you, there is so much power in writing that down. So that's my kind of tool for you today because I do like to have something practical for you, not just something to think about, so to speak. But to be able to write down the things that are happening that you want to change, what are those problems that keep resurfacing, recycling, whether it's a particular dynamic you can tell about yourself, like you're over-functioning, or it's a fight that you're having round and round with the same person or, a, you know, in your career, you can grow to a certain level, but then something always happens that derails you, you know, whatever it is. The, to be able to start articulating it, to be able to start to write it down and describe what it is that is no longer serving you, that is where you are. And then where would you like to be? What could you imagine? If you imagined yourself not having that quote unquote problem anymore, but you're in the same situation. So you're still in the same job. You're still with the same spouse or you have the same mother or whatever it is. That's the same. And then the challenging situation comes up, but you don't have that same problem. You're not coming from the same place you're coming from a place where that doesn't get under your skin. It doesn't trigger you. It's not a problem. How could you imagine you might respond? That's always a very empowering way to look at it. So it's something like if you have challenges with losing your confidence, it's okay. So what if I'm in the same situation where I get triggered into my insecurities? Like I had a client who was insecure about her body. And so what she wore, you know, like every morning getting dressed was a whole thing because she would, you know, put on five different outfits, criticize all of them, you know, all the things. And so we worked on that for weeks and weeks. And then she had this fantastic experience where she went on vacation, actually took a two-piece bathing suit with her, wore it and felt like a million bucks, you know? So if you can, if you're at the spot now where you're just feeling insecure and have a lot of negative self-talk around your body, that's where you are. Where you want to be is feeling really confident no matter what you're wearing, even something as crazy as a two-piece bathing suit, right? If that seems crazy to you, then how, you know, what, what has to change? What are the thoughts that you would be thinking if you felt confident in that? Like, what just start imagining that imagining what your life would be and writing it down if you were that person that was so confident she could put on a two-piece bathing suit and feel like she was rocking it so being able to imagine our sort of next evolution our next elevation is a really powerful step in helping us get there so I'd love to hear from you. You guys know, I always love to hear from you. 
Let me know if this resonates, how you're able to work with it, or just book that 15-minute call. The, the link is in the show notes, and we'll talk about it together and decide if coaching could be right for you right now, um, and if I'm the right coach for you. So uh, thank you for joining me for this episode of Uncover and Elevate, because this is what it's all about, uncovering those things that are limiting us, and then healing those so we can elevate our entire lives. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.